took my life ain't made it brand new. And I want the world to know that it was cause you. I won't get. I won't get. How you save me? I save me. I won't. I won't get. How you deliver me? I deliver me. I won't. I won't get. How you heal me? I heal me. I won't. I won't get. I won't forget or know what you done for me. What you done for me? What you done for me? My hopes ain't yet filled misery Till you came along and you set me free You took my life and you made it brand new I want the world to know that it was because of you I won't forget I won't forget How you saved me I won't I won't forget How you delivered me I won't I won't forget How you healed me I won't I won't forget I won't get or know what you done for me. What you done for me? What you done for me? I won't forget. My heart was aching in a world of sin. I had no joy, but I had no peace within. Until you came alone and turned my life around. And I want the world to know that they ain't gonna pass me out. I won't forget. I won't forget. I say me, I say me, I won't, I won't forget. I deliver me, I deliver me, I won't, I won't forget. I heal me, I heal me, I won't, I won't forget. I won't get or know what you done for me, what you done for me, what you done for me. I won't forget. My heart's aching. I say me, I say me, I won't, I won't forget. I deliver me, I deliver me, I won't, I won't forget. I heal me, I heal me, I won't, I won't forget. I won't forget or know what you done for me, what you done for me, what you done for me.
my way, gave me brighter day. You can to make me whole. I love you with all my soul. You brought me out of earth into the marvelous light. And so because of you, you did it. You did it. Oh, 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 oh,
Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Jesus, we thank you. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. Blessed be your name. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen and amen. amen. I am excited to be in the house of the Lord tonight. Amen. I have come anticipating great things tonight in the Holy Ghost. I've been excited about service all day today. Amen. And amen. We had a good service this afternoon in Lake Placid. And we want to continue having church tonight. Amen. Amen and amen. All right. If you have your Bibles tonight, I'd like to turn your attention to the book of Romans. Amen. All right. Book of Romans, chapter 6. Amen. And we're going to look at verse number 1. It reads, shall we, what shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? It says, God forbid. How shall we that are dead to sin live any longer therein? Know ye not that so many of us were baptized into Jesus Christ, were baptized into his death? Therefore are we buried with him by baptism into death. For like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life for if we be for if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death we shall be also in the likeness of his resurrection skip down to verse number nine it says know that christ being raised from the dead dieth no more death hath no more dominion over him amen and then skip down to verse 14 it says for sin shall not have dominion over you for you are not under the law, but under grace. Amen. By the help of the Holy Ghost tonight, we're going to preach the devil doesn't have any power anymore. Amen and amen. God bless you. You may be seated in Jesus' name. As we read here tonight, we understand that when we are baptized in Jesus' name, that the old man and the old nature, it dies in that water. And we come out of that water and we are a new creature. And that all the old things, the old nature, the old habits, the old ways of thinking, and all that sort of thing is buried in that water in Jesus' name. And we come out of that water, we are new. God has given us a new slate, a clean slate here, a new beginning, a fresh start. And He, the Scripture says, remembers those things no longer. He does not hold them against us anymore. And so that gives us a understanding that we can move forward. It gives us a new beginning here that, that we no longer have to be bothered by the decisions that we used to make and the thoughts that we used to have and the things that we used to partake of because He has now given us a covering for all of those things. And so now we have a new start, a new beginning, a new walk, a new way of living, a new way of thinking, a new way of acting a new way of handling ourselves, and that's an exciting thing. 
Because we sometimes will get into a rut, into a pattern of doing things, and that's not always, it's never a good thing to get into a rut of sin or a lifestyle of some sort or another, but God delivers us from all of those wicked things and sets us in our right mind when He gives us the Holy Ghost. Amen. And we need to have that right mind each and every day that He gives us, for we can continue here to walk by faith in the Spirit that He has given us and promised to us each and every day that He wakes us up. Amen. And so we want to see that when we are baptized in Jesus' name and we come out of that watery grave, that no longer does our past or situations have any power on us any longer. That's what the Scripture says here. It has no more dominion over you. It has no more hold on you. It has no more uh, influence on you any longer, or it should not have any influence on you any longer, because the only way that it will is if you allow it to be stirred up or brought back into your life. But as far as God's concerned, it's gone, and it's over with. And that's the way we want to leave it. Scripture says here, if a man is dead, how can he live this way any longer? Meaning God, when He buried you in that water, He intended for things to stay buried in that water. He did not intend for you to come back and start digging things up and replanting things back into your new life. That's not what He intended. That's why we repented of all of those things. And we said, Lord, forgive me of this past. Forgive me of this way. Forgive me of these actions and this lifestyle. I don't want that any longer. That's why we repented. And that's why we got baptized in Jesus' name. Amen. Because I remember the reason why I was the way that I was before I came to God was because of the things that I did. That's the reason why. And so I made the decision in my heart that I don't want these things any longer because I see the fruit of these things. I see the reaction here. I see what happens when I do the things that I desire. It does not go good. Things are not right. There is no happiness. There is no joy. There is no peace. There is no understanding. Those things don't exist because that's not what the devil brings. He brings confusion. He brings fear. He brings doubt. And that's where, the, where he wants you to stay at and where he tries to get you to stay at. We don't want that. <laughs> and we don't want that because it's not the way God has intended for it to be for us in our life. He has given us power. And he has given us the ability here to be able to live above and to work above these things that used to have us bound. Amen? The other day I was reading, and I mentioned a, a, a portion of this to the, in service the other day, and, and uh, I prayed on it more, and the more I prayed about it, the more God kept opening my eyes to it and realizing that, that uh, when the children of Israel, when they would walk in the desert, and uh, the Scripture says that they begin to complain, and they begin to have attitudes about the way things are, and I prayed about that, and I said, Lord, why? would they have attitudes and why would they complain because here you are providing for them day in and day out and it doesn't make any sense to me why they would complain why they would not just see your miracles being done each and every day in their life and why they couldn't get excited about what you're doing because here you're providing for them everything that they had need of they had need of nothing you were giving them everything they need this they got that everything was there everything was just in right and just in place and they had no need of anything so why could they not just praise you and worship you and be thankful and remember here what they've come out of 
And I look at the situation and you just see it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't add up here why, how somebody could be so unthankful for when God's doing everything right before their eyes. Every day, they literally see their, 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 their food being rained down from the sky. How could you not get excited every day that you see that? Oh, here it comes again. How could you ever say, oh, not the same thing again. Oh, we had better food in Egypt. And as I prayed about it, I began to realize, um, as becoming a father now of two years, I'm so happy about that, but it has made me to realize a few things. That for me, it's real easy to say something. It's easy for me to say this is how it is, and this is the way I live, and hey, that's it. But now that I have little girls, sometimes my little girl doesn't always think the same thing. And sometimes she's not able to understand things as easy as I can understand them. And I could say, well, uh, today we're eating peanut butter and jelly. That's what we're eating today. And uh, she would be okay with that for the first day, and maybe the second day, maybe the third day, or the fourth day, or the fifth day, or the sixth day. But I think after a month of eating peanut butter and jelly, I think she's going to get a little upset about that. And when I try to explain to her, honey, this is what God has provided for me and for you to eat today, so this is what we're going to eat. And I don't think at being two years of age, she's going to be able to comprehend that and say, okay, yeah, I'll keep eating the same thing, and I'll be happy, and I'll be fine with it. And so I see where that somehow, some ways, that it could begin to wear on one person and how... Uh, after so long, maybe the mom and the dad, maybe they were able to handle but they could not handle the rest of the family that would not want to get on the same page here and not want to see, hey, this is what God's doing. This is what God's providing. This is what is shown up today, so this is what we're using. And I could see that, and so I begin to see how sometimes, even now, us, in the life that we live, we, are, we want things a way that we would like, and yet God is providing for us in the way that He sees fit for it to be. And we've got to understand it doesn't matter if it's day one or day 2001, we still keep holding to the same promise that God has given us. And we don't allow there to be an attitude or a spirit to step in there and begin to say, well, we're tired of it being this way. We're tired of waiting. We're tired of, we're waiting for the change to take place. We didn't expect it to be this long. I didn't expect to have to do this this long and all these different things. Because we do have flesh. And if you don't keep the flesh in control, and keep the flesh buried in that water of baptism, then it's going to come back and begin to speak this kind of attitude into your life. And it's going to begin to complain. It's going to begin to compromise. It's going to begin to say, why this and why that? And why can't I have this? And God said this and God said that, but it's not happening now. And this isn't happening here. And all these different things will begin to pop up. And you have to remember here that, again, they're here walking by a promise that God has set forth in their life. And He said, I'm going to bring you into a land. I'm going to do that. I have promised you this. This is what's going to happen. And so that means from point A to point B, which you constantly have to keep reminding yourself day in and day out, no matter how many other people begin to say something else, and no matter how many of your old fleshly habits begin to creep out and begin to try to pull you one way or another, you've got to keep reminding yourself that I no longer have to bow down to these kind of emotions. I no longer have to listen to this kind of attitude and spirit. I no longer have to be bound and bothered by these things any longer because my God has set me free from that my God has buried those things in that water and I'm not going to allow it to creep back into the life that God has given me it's not going to be allowed 
Amen. So I can see. I can see how that could be a bit tiring, if you will. I know when my child gets something in her mind sometimes, it's, it's difficult to get that out of her mind. And you could say, oh, oh no, honey, try this here. And, oh, no, how about this? And how about this? And how about this? And all these different things trying to keep her from screaming. But it, it, it's, it's what they want is what they want. And they're, they're not old enough to understand anything different yet. And so the point is, is that your flesh, it wants what it wants. And until you could grow up enough spiritually here and make the decision that I'm not going to allow it to do this, I'm not going to allow it to infect. I'm not going to allow it to creep in. I'm not going to allow it to have a say. I'm going to be an adult about the situation. I'm going to grow up about the situation. And I'm going to say, this is not what God wants. And this is not the lifestyle that God wants. These aren't the decisions that God would have me to make. These are not the kind of things I should be doing. So I'm not going to give in and let down to listen here to these things. Because, see, they will sound good to the old man or the old woman. They're going to sound good to the flesh and to the carnal mind. It's going to make sense. Of course, after so many times, you're going to say, well, of course, I'm tired here of hearing the screaming here, and I'm tired of hearing the complaining. God, please just give something else. Just one day for I can hear it stop. Okay, that's the flesh. But the Spirit says, God, you're providing. It doesn't matter what it is, you're providing. And since you're providing, I'm thanking you for that. And since you're raining down my blessing from on high, I'm staying in that blessing. And my mind's going to stay on what you're given. And I'm not going to listen to whoever or whatever about what is not there. I'm simply going to focus here on what you're doing and everything else. Hey, that doesn't matter. But what matters is what you are doing. And what you are doing is being my provider. What you are doing is making sure I have something every single day that I have need of and that I have need of nothing else. And so that's all that matters. But to the flesh, see, it's very easy to say that. It's very easy to look back at their situation and say, they, they, they had no sense. They, 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 they just passed everything by and they, they weren't thankful. But, okay, let, let's put this in modern day terms for ourselves. Okay? Look at it in your life. How easy is it for you to just push things aside? It's easy for you when the Holy Ghost is moving on you to say, oh, that's what I want. But when you go out of the service and, and things begin to come into your life, you begin to hear things, begin to see things, and conversations start coming up, and all these different things start going, how easy is it for you then to say, no, this is what I want. I'm staying with what God gave me. I'm keeping my mind here on what God gave me. And no matter what you say, I'm, this is still what I'm going to do. This is still what my mind is. Well, the problem is, is this is a daily battle that each one of us have to go through to keep our mind here on the Word of God and keep it here on the blessing that God has given us. If we decide here to take breaks, decide here to let down our guard a day or two here and a day or two there, and, and, and here, oh, we're not going to do this today, and we're not going to do this today, and we, well, we can miss this, and we can miss that, we don't have to do all these different things, well, then that means that you're just opening doors up, allowing things to come in, allowing things to take part, allowing... My uh, thoughts in your mind that occur and, and, and those will plant seeds and those seeds are going to grow and out of those seeds are, are, are going to come lots of things you don't want to deal with anymore because God's already given you victory over all of them. And the devil's just looking for an opportunity for you to let your guard down. He's looking for you to say, to get upset about something because when you get upset about something you're going to think unnaturally. You're going to think with a lot of testosterone or a lot of emotion. And therefore, you're not going to be thinking in your sound mind. 
You can be thinking in a very natural mind, a very carnal mind. And you're going to make decisions that you normally would not make. But since you've allowed yourself to go that far, then, you know, spiritual thoughts are no longer even an issue right now. <laughs> it's just a matter of getting what you want. All right. And that's why you protect everything that you do. You watch what you do. You, you, you watch what you co comes into your mind. You, you watch what your eyes look at. You protect yourself because if you let the guard down, then that is allowing the enemy to creep in. It's allowing a floodgate to be opened up and begin to pour trash here into what God has given you. And then you wonder why you fight battles. Then you wonder why you struggle. Then you wonder why you can't stop sinning. You wonder why you can't get victory because you've allowed, you've opened the door and said, come on in. We're having a party. And it ain't a Holy Ghost one. So we shut the door. That's why we get baptized in Jesus' name. We're shutting the door on the old nature and the old lifestyle. And we're taking the first step of faith saying, Lord, I've had enough of that. I, I don't want to see that. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to take part of that any longer. So I'm shutting the door here. And I'm taking a step of faith. And I'm saying, I need your help. Well, each day that we get up and we pray and we, we repent again and we ask God to cover us afresh with His blood again, we're making that same decision and saying, hey, I've had enough of that. Uh, uh, again, wash me again, Lord. Please cleanse my mind again. Renew my spirit again. Make sure these thoughts aren't there. Make sure these actions are here. Make sure the old man's not creeping in any way whatsoever because I don't want to slip up here. I don't want anything to creep in. I don't want that. I'm, I'm guarding myself here. So when we go out, we're watching this. I, the other day, we were on the job and, and uh, something had came up and I didn't realize it and, until it was too late. And after I finally realized what it was, I, I, I about lost my, it about made my heart start beating. I was like, huh, oh, 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 Lord, oh, oh, close my eyes. What, 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 what's going on? This can't happen. No. And, and, just like that. I'm like, man, what is this knucklehead thinking? And immediately, I'm like, okay, this is why we pray. <laughs> this is why we guard ourselves. This is why we have standards about situations. This is why we set a precedent on how things are going to be. Because if not, you're going to go so far out there, you're going to look so ridiculous and do so many things, it doesn't even make sense to the natural person. That's why. And I look back, and then I start to think, man, maybe we're not strict enough on some things. Maybe, maybe, maybe things need to be a little bit more strict here because this is crazy. You have no idea what you're going to run into when you leave this church. You have no idea what you're going to see and no idea what you're going to hear. And, so, and, and sometimes you think it's not a big deal if I listen to this or talk about it. No, 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 it is a big deal. It's a huge deal. Because all it takes is one little thing to pop up or to hear, or to see, that's going to start a whirlwind of your past that's going to come creeping and pouring in and pushing on you and trying to get you to do something, and that's all it takes. And if you're not strong enough, you're going to let down the guard, and it's going to come pouring on in. And that's why we're keeping our hands up, and that's why we're keeping our focus here, and that's why we're reminding ourselves, devil, you don't have dominion over me any longer. My past, it ain't got no power on me any longer. And so when those thoughts start creeping up in my mind, I say, no, 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 devil, you back on up because I've already got the victory over you. And when these things start creeping and trying to get me, to do, no, 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 you step on back here because I don't want to go down that road anymore. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. 
It's all a matter of taking hold of what God's given you. It's all a matter of realizing that the devil ain't got nothing on you when you realize what you've got. You've got all power here in heaven and in earth when you got baptized in that water and he delivered you from every single thing that was in your past. And if he can deliver it from you one time, he's going to do it again. And if he's delivering from it twice, he can keep doing it again and again and again as long as you will humble yourself and as long as you cry out. And acknowledge here, Lord, I slipped up. Lord, I've, I've let my guard down. Lord, 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 I made a mistake here. I, I let my mind think this way and I let my heart slip here and I, and I, I let my eyes see these things. I, I, I didn't mean it. No, I, I don't want it. Because I know the outcome of that road. I know what's going to be waiting on the end of that road for me. And the scripture says it's death. And it's not a natural death. It's a spiritual death. And I ain't looking for that. I'm looking for the life and the peace that God's given me. I'm looking for my victory that God has promised me. And that's where I'm staying. I'm staying here in the promise that God has given me each and every day. Amen. That's all I'm looking for. You can look at this, and you can look at that, and you can listen to this, and you can listen to that. You can do all this, but it's not going to do any good. But you focus on the good things that God's doing in your life, and then you're going to have peace. Then you're going to have joy unspeakable. Then you're going to have victory. Then you're going to be able to keep things underneath your feet where they belong, and you'll keep your mind on what it belongs on, and you're not going to be bombarded here by yourself because you're going to see God's blessing, God's providing. God's given me everything each and every day. God's, he keeps doing so many good things for me. Amen. I don't want to fall into the attitude of just expecting God to always provide. Expecting, oh, this is the way it's always going to be. And, and, and you know, you may be seated. They, they came to expect every day God's going to rain down food for us out of the sky. Every day God's going to do these things for us. And that's what they come to expect, which God does want us to come to him every day and get our provision and pray and get renewed but our attitude should never be I'm that you're just so unthankful for it that you're just laying back and taking it easy and say well God keeps doing it keeps doing it keeps doing it and taking advantage of that that's not why we do that that's not why he showed us that <laughs> he showed us that but we can get the right pattern here and that that pattern will develop a love in our heart and that love in our heart is going to help us to serve him and to be thankful for what he's doing amen Services and opportunities to come to the house of God, they're not always going to be there. And in your life, you never know. In my life, I never know. I talked to a young man last week. He had a heart attack, 27 years old. And I uh, went to pray for him in the hospital, and he said, Pastor, I had no idea. I said, well, most of the time we don't have any idea. I said, uh, he said, you know, I'm, I'm sitting there with my friends doing my thing, and all of a sudden I get chest pains, and I... I start falling over and they pick me up and put me in the car and take me to the hospital and get to the hospital and they tell me I had a heart attack. So I'm 27. So the doctor said he's never had a patient that young before. And I said, well, I said, uh, I said you know, Scripture says you're not promised your next breath. And I said, you know, it was an accident that a little less than a month ago we baptized you in Jesus' name and you got the Holy Ghost. So that's not an accident. I said, but, I said, you know where you were at. You shouldn't have been there. I said, you know the things you were doing you shouldn't have been doing. I said, and we had that discussion. I said, and you obviously ignored everything that we, <laughs> trying to help you here, bro. <laughs> and you got to, you know, I'm not saying you got to do everything I say, but I'm saying I'm just trying to look for your best interest here. And you know that was not the best interest for you. 
And, I, and he said, I know, and I, I know that God gave me another chance. And I said, well, I said, you need to remember that. I said, because when you get out of here, I said, you're going to want to go back to the same place. And your friends are going to say, oh, why have you been here? And you're going to keep wanting to go back in the same old pattern and rut that you were before. I said, and you've got to somehow here realize that, hey, God gave me one chance, and now he's given me another chance. I said, I don't think you want to go through that again, do you? Oh, no, 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 no. I said, this time he... he uh, looked out for you because were you ready to go to heaven now when you after all these things you did oh no I wasn't ready I said of course I said because you've taken it and you, you got here doing all these good things and here you can't give up your old lifestyle you can't get rid of your old friends and the old habits and the old conversations I said you keep letting it get you down and down and down and pulling you back into the same old things I said hey you've got victory over all those things God's delivered you I said do you know what it means to be delivered from something that God's brought you out of it. He's set you free from it. Free from it. Free from it means you're not bound to it any longer. That means, again, it has no power over you any longer. When the children of Israel were slaves in Egypt, they had no choice. They were slaves. They, they could not do anything about that. That's why God sent a deliverer for them, to bring them out of their current situation into the blessing that God had for them. All the devil wants is to get his hands back on you, get a hold on you. If he can just get a little something on you, then he's going to begin to pull. He's going to begin to pull and begin to pull and begin to pull and begin to pull until he gets you right back to where he had you before. And then it's not going to, he's not going to be satisfied with that. He's going to take you much worse than that. Go much farther than that before. Okay? He's not satisfied with that. So that's why we have to stay in the victory that God has given us. Keep being renewed day by day. Letting that spirit overflow us. Letting the spirit work in our heart. Letting our hearts stay here. Hey, I, 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 you know, I don't want these things. I told him, I said, you don't want those things. And now, for right now, at this current time, as you're laying in the bed with all the things still plugged into you, right now you see, I don't want those things anymore. I said, but what's your viewpoint going to be in a week when you get out of here? I said, are you going to still feel the same way? Or are you going to forget all these things now? Because now you're scared. Let's see what you're made of, is what I told him. So he came to church today. Amen. Service is almost over. And in fact, I was about to dismiss service. And we're all standing, and Sister Harris started playing. And, and uh, here come, he comes walking in the back door with his mother. And I was like, all right. Got my Bible back out. I said, okay, round two. <laughs> I said, let's turn our Bibles. So now we're going to have a little word. And everybody else was looking at me like, what are you doing, Pastor Harper? <laughs> I said, hey. God's going to go forth again, and it was a good old time. We had a good service, and God was moving. And I talked to him after service. He said, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I said, all right. I said, you told me you were going to do it before. I said, but, you know, I said, it's okay. We all make mistakes. I said, but now this is your proving ground. Now you're still feeling the pain in your chest, and so it still reminds you, hey, I don't want that. I don't want that. I don't want that. I said, hey, you know what? God works in everyone's life a little bit different. I said, maybe this was your you know, just your wake-up call. Maybe this is what's going to be what helps you to remember. Hey, I don't want those things any longer. I, 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 I had it before, and you brought me out of it, and then I went back to it, and then you brought me out of it again. And now I'm going to remember. You don't, I don't have to do that anymore. I don't have to go back there. I don't have to allow that. I don't want that. The other day, I had gotten a phone call, and, and uh, it uh, started to make me upset. And, I got really upset about it, and I'm, I'm just, you know, upset about it. Not, 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 you know, just frustrated because it was just one of those situations. I, got, I get tired of hearing the same old thing, same old thing, same old thing, same old thing. And I said, you know what? I said, I started praying. I said, God, 
I ain't messing with it. I ain't messing with it. No, 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 no. I said, you know, I said, sometimes he just wants to keep on stabbing you in the same old spot, pushing that same old button time and 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 time again just to get you to fall and just to get you to think and just to get you to let things stir up. I said, enough is enough. I said, I've had enough of it. I said, I'm not going to listen to it. I'm not going to let it have any place. I'm not going to, nothing. I said, it's over with. It's done. I said, I'm not going to allow that. Because all that does is affect the Holy Ghost that God's given me. All it does is, you know, put, you know, blocks here in what God's doing. I'm not looking for any hindrances in my worship. And I'm not looking for any obstacles I have to climb over before I can worship Him. See, that's what the devil, He wants to put things here. And, and sometimes they're not going to completely knock you off your, your, your horse here, but it's just going to obstruct you here and cause problems. We have enough obstructions in this life. We don't need to add anything else. And that's why the scripture says you lay down the sin and the weight that does so easily beset you. You get these things out of the way. You get these thoughts out of your mind. You get these lifestyles out of your way for you're going to be able to focus and stay focused and keep your mind here on what God's doing. Amen. God is so good. He is so good. And He has given us so many things. Wonderful blessings in our life each and every day. And every day, we need to thank Him. Every day, we need to praise Him. Every day, we need to remind ourselves. Every day, we need to make sure we're putting things in the proper place and not hesitating and not putting off and not expecting this and not expecting that and not saying here, not saying that, all these different things. But today is the day of salvation. Right now is my time. Right now is my chance. Right now, God has given me another time to come into His house, another chance to call upon His name. And I'm not going to say, I'll take care of it here, I'm going to take care of it there, and I'm going to stop this here. As soon as I get this, I'm going to stop that. No, no, no! There's not time for that kind of thinking. You've got to realize that right now, you know, the five foolish versions, they kept saying, well, we're going to do it later, we're going to do it later, we're going to do it later, we're going to do it later. Well, then later never came. And so then they, you know, tried borrowing from the five wise, and no, no, you back off. This is mine. Okay? That's the old flesh, the old nature. Lazy. Procrastinating. We'll do it later. Don't worry about it right now. It'll work out all right. No, 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 no. See, spiritual things don't work out until you make them work out. Your situations in your life, they don't just, you don't wake up one day and all of a sudden, oh, they're all fixed. No. They take you praying. It takes you getting on your knees and saying, God, okay. I've had enough. I'm ready for a change here. I'm ready for you to take control here. I'm ready to stop. I'm, I'm ready to lay it down and stop doing my thing. And I want you to do your thing. And I'm going to let you do your thing. And when it kind of it kind of seems like a difficult thing, I'm not going to stop because it seems awkward. I'm going to continue to let you do your thing. Amen. I'm not stopping the Lord in my life. I'm not stopping it. I'm not going to stop him. Sometimes it feels awkward talking to people, praying for people. Sometimes it feels a little awkward sometimes. Everyone's looking at me. Hey, who cares? They're looking because they need this. They're looking because, hey, that's something that's different. <laughs> that, that's something out of the ordinary. Well, hey, I look at my scripture. Everything that God does is a little bit out of the ordinary. So I'm not going to allow myself here to hinder what God wants to do. If you hold back and you think, oh, I can't do what God wants me to do. He, he doesn't want me to shout. He doesn't want me to worship. He doesn't want me to jump. He doesn't want me to run the aisles. Well, you think the devil does? Who do you think's putting those thoughts in your mind? That isn't the devil. He's not going to want you to shout for joy. He doesn't want you to break out of your situation. And so when he's laying things on your heart to let go, that means you let go. 
And you let God bless you the way and however it is He wants to bless you. Amen. I'm not going to be the victim of why I don't get my blessing. And, I, and that means I'm not going to let myself keep me from getting my blessing. I'm not going to say, oh, it's not for me. This is for so-and-so. And, oh, this is for them over there. And, oh, I, you know, oh, no, 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 no. This is for me. This is for me. I need a blessing. I need a touch. I need a renewal. I need encouragement. I need uplifting. I need that. Amen. Every time I get up, I need a renewal. I need strength and I need direction. Because if I'm not getting his direction, I'm going to get my direction. And if I get my direction, I'm not going to go the right way. I need his word. I need his guidance. I need his spirit. Amen. I want a fresh touch of the Holy Ghost right now. Right now. Right now. I want the Holy Ghost. I'm not satisfied with just what I used to have and what I have right now. I'm not satisfied. I want more Holy Ghost. I want more strength. I want, I, want, I want this thing to get more and more assured in my heart. Because the more and more you have your mind made up, the easier it is for you to trust God each and every day. When you first come to the church and sometimes you get, all these things start battling you and you, all these struggles, all these things, you begin to say, wow, what is all this about? But as you start trusting God and believing and let the Holy Ghost work in your heart, you begin to see, hey, this is good. This is right. This is, I, this is a good thing. I like this. This is, this is just what I've always been wanting. But you have to get to that place where the Holy Ghost can work in your heart. Amen. And that means you have to come over some awkward places. And that means you have to put yourself out there to God and say, okay, I've had enough. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. The old white flag goes up. I'm done. I'm done trying. I'm done making a mess. I'm done. I want you to take it right now. Take it all. Do all that you want to do. And I'm going to let you do it. Okay? Because I need the Holy Ghost. I need it. And I don't want to talk myself out of it because of things that I've done. And because of my past. You've already got your victory. God's already washed you in his blood or he will wash you in his blood. And then that no longer has any more pull on you any longer. So that means you have to remind yourself here, hey, stop. Stop letting this happen. Stop letting these things come in. Stop! Because he's already given you the victory over it. Amen. Let's worship him right now. You are worthy, Jesus. Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, right now. Hallelujah, 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 Hallelujah. Right now. We've been deceived by the devil too long. We're gonna tear the devil's keys. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Let's come and worship him tonight. And what he said was come and give him all right now. Has been ours all along. We're gonna tear the devil's kingdom down. We've been deceived by the devil too long. We're gonna tear the devil's kingdom down. And what he said was his has been ours all along. We're gonna tear the devil's kingdom down. 
going up to the high places. We're going up to the high places. We're going up to the high places. The tabernacle's kingdom down. We're going up to the high places. We're going up to the high places. We're going up to the high places. The tabernacle's kingdom down. Let's go up. We're going up to the high places. We're going up to the high places. We're going up to the high places. The heaven devil's kingdom died. We've been deceived by the devil too long. We're going to heaven devil's kingdom down. And what he said was his has been ours all along. We're going to heaven oh, we're worshiping him. Kingdom Oh, 